lemonade is an insurance company, but not your ordinary insurance company. Mm -hmm. We're a company doing insurance and not the other way around. So unlike most players in the market, we're a full stack insurance carrier with all regulatory permissions. And look, we're powered by artificial intelligence and driven by social good. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, that means we are a certified B corporation and we're committed to the double bottom line. So that's profit, but also giving back to society, which is mm -hmm. a big part of what we do at Lemonade. My focus over the next few years is really to scale this business in the UK and make Lemonade a household name and a leading insurer of choice. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heads Talk with me, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals. One of the current topics they talk, we listen. Can you imagine getting into a business or a market where you actually spend a hundred billion plus on a piece of paper. Are you kidding me? It was like a frying pan of the head. I got nothing against CFOs. It was not just the job of a lifetime, it was the job of a thousand lifetimes. My guest today is an accomplished business leader and insurtech expert whose career has taken him to several key global cities. With a proven track record of successfully steering complex international organizations, his current mission as a member of the European management team centers on advancing his organization's presence in the UK to establish it as a premier insurer. This promises to be an insightful conversation delving into the experiences and perspectives of a seasoned professional who has successfully navigated the complexities of international business and emerged as a leader in the rapidly evolving insure tech landscape. But before we get into that, here's a brief message. Fintech Week London is a week-long celebration of London's innovative fintech scene from 10 until the 14th of June. Get your tickets now for our flagship conference on Thursday the 13th of June at the Park Plaza Victoria London. Join us and meet over 1,000 senior decision makers from the leading fintechs, banks, investment firms, regulatory bodies, insurers, and service providers. Get your tickets now on www.fintechweek.london. Axia OneCloud provides secure, geo-redundant backup capabilities enhanced with cybersecurity. It is the world's only cloud-integrating cyber protection with Atlassian products, trusted to accelerate digital transformation by the best organizations around the globe. You can secure your data confidently with protection of more than 20 workload types. Discover what backup and data protection capabilities you gain with the Axia One Cyber Protect Cloud. Harness the power of one solution, one agent and one console. It delivers the comprehensive cyber protection you seek. Laxia operates over 20 cyber secure data centers across the globe. For more information, contact us at www.laxia.com. Heads Talk Podcast with your host Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Sarvesh Ramachandran is the UK Director for Lemonade, one of the world's most successful and renowned insurtech unicorns with over 2 million customers in the US and beyond. He holds a pivotal role within the organization's European management team with responsibilities spanning across France, Amsterdam and Germany and, of course, the United Kingdom. Prior to Lemonade, Sarvesh worked at EY Pathanon in the Financial Services Office and co-led the firm's capital market strategy and transaction practice area. He is a passionate advocate for diversity and inclusion and was part of the firm's race steering committee. 
Additionally, he serves as a trustee on the board of Wikimedia UK and the Leading Learning Trust, an educational charity reflecting his broader commitment to impactful contributions beyond his corporate role. Academically, Sarvesh pursued financial strategy at said business school, University of Oxford, and holds the esteemed qualification of a chartered certified accountant. Yes, they still exist. Let's have a conversation now. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Sarvesh to Heads Talk. Delighted to have you here today. Hi, Elaine. Nice to be here and thanks for having me. Excellent, excellent. Okay, um, let's start with a further introduction to Lemonade. I'm sure many people know about this amazing organization and its success, but it's incredibly exciting to welcome Lemonade to the UK. I want you to tell me why, when did all this happen and what is your role and current priorities? Sounds good. Uh, so look, for those of you who don't know already, Lemonade mm -hmm. is an insurance company, but not your ordinary insurance company. Mm -hmm. We're a company doing insurance and not the other way around. So unlike most players in the market, we're a full stack insurance carrier with all regulatory permissions. And look, we're powered by artificial intelligence and driven by social good. Mm. So at the end of the day, that means we are a certified B corporation and we're committed to the double bottom line. So that's profit, but also giving back to society, which is mm. a big what we do at Lemonade. Mm -hmm. Above all this, we've really reimagined the way insurance is bought, um, sold and claimed. So over the last uh, few years, we've built a company on a digital substrate ground up and that means a lot of things. But for mm -hmm. the customer, it means that it takes about 90 seconds to buy a policy. And about 50% of the times, we settle claims in less than three seconds. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's really an inexpensive policy. So in the UK, our price starts at about four pounds. Mm -hmm. uh, so look, quite exciting for us. And at Lemonade, I do lead our UK business, like you said. Uh, we launched the business now. It's been just over a year. And we've mm -hmm. had some really amazing results and uh, some great trading results and exceptional customer feedback. Yeah, sure. My focus over the next few years is really to scale this business in the UK and make Lemonade a household name and a leading insurer of choice. That does mean, however, that we need to bring more products to the market. And that's all this great stuff we do in the US, like car and motor and home. Mm -hmm. and that's that's priority for us to bring all of that to the UK over the next few years. This is a fantastic opportunity. Congratulations on being the the sort of the leader in in bringing Lemonade to the UK. And um, what would you say is Lemonade's USP and even its success factor? We've done a few things very differently, right, with Lemonade. So mm -hmm. the first thing we did is. Um, it's all digital. It's easy. It's powered by bots. Like I said, it's quite easy to buy mm -hmm. insurance mm -hmm. and make a claim. Mm -hmm. uh, almost instant and people get paid uh, you know, pretty soon in less than three seconds. We hold yeah. the world yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the UK for settling a claim in two seconds. Uh, but beyond that, we've also reimagined the business model. So traditionally in, in insurance, if you think about it, there's a fundamental flaw. So as an insurer, I'm incentivized to not pay out claims. Whereas as a customer who's purchased insurance, mm -hmm. you drive or extract value from this relationship by making as much claims as you possibly can, right? That's why people buy insurance. And we identified that it's not possible for a customer to be happy in this relationship because you're fundamentally at odds with the insurer. That's why we've flipped the model on its head so we take a fixed fee to run our business and with the leftover money, 
uh, we pay claims, we pay our reinsurers, and if there's money left over, we pay a charity of your choice. And this way, we're not incentivized to keep, not pay our customers mm. objectives aligned. So it's really a phenomenal shift in the way that we've yes. thought about insurance. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and, and thanks for that ex explanation. Um, Okay, can, can you sum up the world of fintech in 2023? It's been an incredible ride. So what what are your thoughts, Arvish? Sure, I mean, that's a pretty broad question. Yes. But I suppose, uh, I think there's good stuff that's happened, but also some things that we need to be concerned about. So on the one hand, I'm filled with optimism for the insure tech industry, and I, I, I'd like to speak a bit more about insurtech rather than the broader fintech market. Mm -hmm. And we've seen some really great stories last year. So insurance is increasingly becoming more digital and convenient to buy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more companies trying to do what Lemonade has done. So a great customer experience. We love that. And uh, generative AI is becoming a really hot topic. And I think it will continue to impact our industry in a mm -hmm. positive way. Embedded insurance is becoming more prevalent and it should be because it's in the customer's interest. Mm -hmm. The big incumbents are finally embracing insurtechs and have been collaborating with insurtechs to win in the market. Mm -hmm. For example, we partner with Aviva for the UK market on our home proposition and it's been a great relationship. So there's a lot of positives to look at, but equally, on the other hand, I worry that 2024 is going to be a tough year for many insurtechs. For those of you who's follow what's happening in our space. Uh, many successful insurtechs are now struggling with their business model. Some of them exiting specific markets and some not even able to find insurance capacity and or the funding required for growth. Oh, I think it's because of two reasons. The first uh, in my mind is the fact that uh, it's important to remember that building a sustainable and scalable business model in our insurance uh, sector requires more than just technology solutions, right? Mm -hmm. It requires a really strong understanding of strategy and sound leadership. Mm -hmm. And the second piece is the investment angle. So traditionally, venture capitalists have failed to truly understand what the insurtechs want. In my opinion, you need patient capital for insurance because the gestation periods are longer. Mm -hmm. And what we're now st starting to see is there's more strategic investors versus the traditional VCs and PEs who understand this sector much better and therefore can provide more patient capital for the long term. Uh, at the end of the day, it's unfortunate, by the way, because uh, we have immense respect for our fellow insurtechs. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to have more like-minded players in the industry because I think it's actually good for business and it's great for the sector. Yeah. The ones that survive will emerge as the true insurtech champions and become significant players, I think, of tomorrow. It's the phrase of all boats rise with the tide, isn't it? Exactly. All the players you have in the space. Okay, you mentioned it. Let's talk about one of the topics, the hot topic of um, 2023, which is AI, generative AI. Actually, you guys have been using AI in your products from the beginning of, your, of the company. So... What's different now? What are the new potentials you see? That's right. So um, I think it's interesting because Lemonade has been talking about AI since our inception. Exactly. By the way, this is much before 
it became a buzzword for companies on Wall Street trying to raise capital, which is mm-hmm. what we've seen over the last few years. In my opinion, though, AI is a two-act play. Let me explain. So if you look at the recent years, the insurance industry has paid very close attention to startups like Lemonade. However, what they're focused on is how digital transforms the user experience, mm-hmm. right? It appeals to young customers. It's a way to reduce costs. It's a great way to make things faster and convenient. This is all true. But in my opinion, this is merely act one. This is the beginning, the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. In parallel, our app is generating many hundreds of millions of data points. This is when act two begins. At the end of the day, we should never forget that really insurance is about your ability to ingest copious amounts of data and spit out meaningful insights. And a company like Lemonade is uniquely positioned to do this because we have a tech advantage, a structural advantage because we've built a company over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Act two, what you're now going to see is the power of AI to really transform insurance in quite a powerful way. So it's going to go beyond what you see today, which is customer experience and efficiency, but it's going to now start looking at how can we quantify risk in a way that's never been done before. And that's truly act two of this journey. And that's where we are. And it's quite an exciting place to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really your remit, isn't it? But but specifically to InsureTech, when you talk about how, how you can sort of quantify risk, what will generative AI um, bring that is currently not available within cybersecurity, within the um, the data analytics side of things, within the speed of doing things. Can you just give us a flavor of that? Sure. I, I think, look, uh, let me give you a few examples from Lemonade. Um, so Lemonade was founded based on the idea that AI will truly lead to a fundamental shift in the insurance industry. So as these technologies now advance, so will our ability to take advantage of these trends, right? Because mm-hmm. built company over the last five years, like I said, in that sense, for Lemonade, Gen AI is not a course change, but merely an accelerator. Mm-hmm. What we're doing in the back end and behind the scenes is really, we've been at the cutting edge of adopting and leveraging large language models, what we call LLMs. Mm-hmm. These are open source and proprietary. At Lemonade, over the last few months and maybe a year, we've started to train these models to answer customer emails. They now review pet medical records. They evaluate satellite imagery, read home condition reports, and do a lot more things. Now for the customer, this is super exciting because it translates into really fast response times, easier processes, immediate claims payouts, and mm-hmm. ultimately better pricing and an overall better experience. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we keep much of our designs, capabilities, and plans under wraps because uh, we're taking a lot of pains to build on what we have. And I can tell you that a lot of what we do today is to make sure that our models are fair, reliable, and compliant, which is for us a prime objective. Mm -hmm. To give you like one example, uh, we recently introduced a LLM model into our customer support process where our gen AI powered automation handles customer emails really from start to finish. So there's absolutely no human intervention. This initiative is barely a few months old and we are already addressing significant volumes with no human interaction here. And this is 
remember on the top of what we do with our bots, which is AI Maya on our mobile and web apps and the sort of Gen AI sits on top of that existing capability. So quite exciting and a lot more to come in the space. That's that's good. And I just want to talk about just, you know, your role before we even get near to the sort of the end of the episode. Let's talk about your role in terms of you've been in, you've been at it for over a year now. What would you really like to achieve? However long you stay there, what would you like people to say that you know Sarvish has delivered this, Sarvish has created this within the Lemonade organization? That's a that's an interesting question. So um look. I think that we're here in the long run, as in, a, I don't see this as a short journey. Mm -hmm. in, uh, we want to build a legacy, not just in the US, but in our European markets, but also the UK. There's a lot of opportunity here and the time for disruption is now. What I'd love to say in five to 10 years is if everyone in the insurance market recognizes the Lemonade brand, Mm -hmm. Things us as the go-to insurance brand of choice. And mm -hmm. we can offer our customers something that's fair, it's easy to use, and something that's, above all, it's something that does good for society. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's and good. That, that's, that's and you, and you, sorry, come on. No, that's, that, that's it. Hey, yeah, you, you, you talked earlier about your collaborations with uh, Aviva. Are there more to come? Do you see this is the way forward in terms of insurers collaborating with established um, insurers, reinsurers? I think so. So um, for us, we strongly believe that partnering is the way forward. We think there's space to coexist with other insurtechs, other incumbents. And we're quite comfortable that we have a niche for ourselves and we have enough space for our, us to grow. Uh, and our future strategy is about partnering with as many people as we can who fit our brand ethos and values and mm -hmm. what we stand for. Uh, so, for example, in France, we've partnered with BNP uh, by Bacardiff. Mm -hmm. uh, in the UK, we're now partnered with Aviva, but we have more to do in that space. So we'll constantly be looking to uh, work with other similar partners, uh, whether it's on the distribution front, whether it's on mm -hmm. the underwriting front. Or across the value chain. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. So, with this final question on Heads Talk, um, let's look ahead. Um, if we were to reconvene next year to discuss trends in fintech, um, give us one topic. Please don't say AI. Give us one topic that will dominate other than AI. Okay, that means uh, I can't speak about AI, even though it's the most. Uh... <laughs> spoken about topic maybe specific specific to insure tech or fintech generally it's open in how you want to interpret this question sure i think that's fine uh, look um i think uh, distribution is going to be an interesting topic we've been talking about disruption in the space for some time but we're yet to see its true impact so the experience of purchasing insurance is going to continue to be faster and i think it's going to be require less and less active involvement on the part of the insurer and the customer. So what I expect to see is more embedded insurance being distributed at point of sale. What does that mean for the insurer? We expect or we will be expected to identify risk in a much more granular and sophisticated way. Mm -hmm. And that means that we will see a new wave of mass market instant issue products. 
Um, and I expect that to be further accelerated with the proliferation of telematics and uh, in-home Internet of Things, for example, smart devices. Mm -hmm. I also believe in parallel, you're going to see much more usage-based insurance products. Uh, Lemonade Card is a great example. We do that in the US, but we're going to see much more of that uh, in the European markets as well. Do you want to just briefly tell us about Lemonade Card? What's, what's that? Sure. Lemonade Card is a card insurance product. It's a really innovative product that we've launched in the US. It's available in uh, multiple states now in the US. Mm -hmm. uh, it's innovative in the sense that it's a telematics-based product. Uh, we use uh, much more data points than the average insurer, but it's mm -hmm. also usage-based in the sense that we look at how you drive to arrive at pricing for the product. Uh, we're super excited about the product and we hope to be able to bring it to Europe and at some point in the UK. All right. Okay. So some things to look out for. Excellent. Um, do you want to just give us a couple things that we need to look out for, be it in the UK or in Europe, to do with lemonade? Sure. Look, uh, I think uh, we're focused now on uh, expanding our distribution in the short term. We've got some great stuff in the pipeline. And then over time, like I said, our focus is going to be bringing our next set of products here that's going to be home, pet, and car. We need to think about what's the best prioritization there, but we're quite excited to bring that because we can already see that there's a great demand for our products based on what we've already launched. So yeah, quite excited for what's to come. The one thing that was stuck in the back of my mind based on one of the answers you mentioned when you talked about InsureTech, the InsureTech organizations, and it's gonna be a tough year. 2024 is gonna be a tough year for InsureTech organizations. Um, probably because VCs' eyes are directed elsewhere. Why do you think that is? Why short tech? Is, is it not as, um, I don't know, in quotes, sexy as wealth tech or any of the other sub subtext, subsets of fintech? I think uh, insure tech has had a great run, right? So over the last five years, there's been copious amounts of investment into the industry. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys have benefited. I think now what we're seeing is the sort of, the other side of the spectrum. So we're starting to see the guys who've got investment over the last five years now in a position where they need to keep raising more funds because insurance is a capital intensive business. Mm. And uh, there's, however, headwinds and the headwinds across not just for insurance, but for all tech companies um, are there in the market for everyone to see and insurance or insure techs is just the casualty of that. Uh, that does mean that you know some of the stronger insure techs will continue to or need to continue to raise capital in the next uh, 12 to 24 months and some of them will not be able to do that uh, but the ones that do will emerge as leaders in that space. Sarvesh Ramachandran, um, an insightful conversation today on Heads Talk. Many thanks for your time and insights. Thank you for having me Elaine, it was really nice to be here. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.